Hello, welcome to the Special Moves Podcast. My name's Mike. These guys are Jake Krakowski and Liam McKelvey. Yeah, hello. 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 How's it going? You alright? Uh, yeah, very good. Yeah, I guess. You've been playing some games? Yeah, yeah doing yeah. all that sort of stuff. There's if been a you... lot of them. Mm. Alright then, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> what have you been playing? I've been playing one game all week. It's been Apex Legends. To yeah. complete... No, I haven't. True I haven't. I've been play... I played East Shade as well. Which I guess I'll maybe talk about a little bit later on, but that's it. I, yeah, I, I haven't forgotten who I am. I've also been playing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right? Uh, yeah, nice. I played a bit of East Shade, Apex Legends, and I played Crackdown Three. Enough Crackdown Three to sustain me for life. Um, okay, well we'll get that's to it. that in a yeah, yeah, yeah. in a video, I reckon. But that's yeah. Um, yeah. We've there's been loads of games this week, haven't there? Like we said mm-hmm. last week in the podcast, there's there's a lot of sort of um, games coming out on the same day so there was metro exodus there was crackdown 3 there was far cry mm-hmm. jump force. new dawn and there was jump force and yeah. anthem if you have the ea like premiere special super edition yeah lucky you um it, it's yeah. been uh, it's been a big week it has been a big week for for video games and we've been busy and not yet like you said not to mention the fact that apex legends only happened like a week ago and everyone's yeah. playing uh-huh. uh, it's like 25 million people playing that let's qu- let's talk about that real quick before we go into anything else yeah apex legends um being 25 million players deep probably like bigger than that already definitely, by the time we're because because that, that yeah. was a few days ago at the time of recording wasn't it that they announced that mm-hmm. um, it was like five days ago and about five days before that it, it was, was 10, 10 million, million yeah. so it's probably closer to 50 now than 25 to yeah. be honest. so like for like comparisons with fortnite <clears throat> is it it's currently rapidly outpacing Fortnite. Yeah, I think yeah. it took Fortnite eight weeks to get twenty five million. Yeah. yeah, and it was Fortnite took a while to reach ten, and, yeah. uh, and mm-hmm. Apex was like. But you know the, the the climate's a bit different now. Like there's a big sort of appetite for battle royale because everyone's played Fortnite. You know, Fortnite. A lot of people discovered battle royale with Fortnite, I reckon, <coughs> mm-hmm. uh, because you know people were playing PUBG and stuff, and and so there was like you yeah, know, it was really popular. Yeah, but it wasn't like you know Premiership football players playing it popular. no i guess not i i also think that like there was the opportunity for people to not be hungry for battle royale because of fortnite you know yeah. people think well what's the point trying anything else yeah because since fortnite came out there's been a few that have tried you know like okay, i guess call of duty blackout is the probably the biggest battle royale game since yeah, fortnite it's, mm-hmm. it's probably still some people playing it now probably <clears throat> yeah. millions of people still playing it i now. imagine you know people, there's a lot of this there's you know there's an article on the bbc like saying um you know, is is Apex Legends a threat to Fortnite? I think you know. I think COD Blackout. It's so similar to that, but mechanically, yeah. in my opinion, better. Yeah. Like the the mm. because you know we talked about this last week of who, who's behind sort of um, Apex Legends <coughs> yeah, and stuff, and, and it's got it's got Call of Duty blood in its veins. Mm-hmm. You yeah. can tell that playing it. You know, it, but it's really tight, sharp first person shooting. And it's really yeah. similar to Blackout. It really feels more like a shooter than like Fortnite. Yeah, you know, I yeah. wouldn't ever describe Fortnite as a shooter, even it's, though obviously it, that's the pretty much apart from the building, the only thing yeah. you're doing it. Yeah. But I, I would say, yeah, it's core. So this is a shooter. So, so I, and I reckon yeah. if you're playing Blackout and you're not already heavily invested in it, Apex Legends does a lot of what that game does as well. What won't cost but you free. any money. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's probably I don't know, it might have had a bigger effect on that than than Fortnite. I, I would yeah, for sure. straight off the and bat. And I wonder if it's affected Overwatch. Because it has got this legend system. Yeah. To me that the legend system is one of the best things about it. Yeah. Right? So you can choose a different sort of character each yeah. time you not play. that I do, I put the same one every time. Yeah, but <laughs> if, if you don't know what, what <laughs> yeah, it is, exactly. you can there's no you know, you haven't got like an avatar that you customise or anything like that. It's it's yeah. you just choose a, there's like a, a hand of like eight characters or something yeah and you can pick 
one of them every time every time you play and it's you know it's ripe for like adding more and there'll be yeah you know just exactly like overwatch exactly so Mm -hmm. you can only pick like you know if mike's picked somebody then me and liam couldn't pick them then for that round the other teams can they've all got they could all have their version of that character yeah but we can only ever have one so and because of that kind of like our league of legends and the mobas work like even though you might main one character like you know like if you two had the same character as you're like your main hero Mm. if you're playing together one of you is always going to have to adapt it you know what i mean so like it can kind of fall short of your comfort zone a little bit um but you know it gives it a new lease of life that way because you're playing with a character that you're not used to um and then you'll use a different ability something that you don't see anything like in Fortnite Mm. and Mm -hmm. stuff because the thing with all the battle royale games that i found is that like you know especially for the first bit a lot of it is just down to like how lucky you are finding loot like even if five people land in the best area one of you will find a dead good shotgun one of you will find a pistol but at least with this like to even that playing field out you've got like uh abilities that are set so you kind of know what you're in for yeah before the game starts and, and it's really straightforward it's just <coughs> map to the to the shoulder buttons and stuff yeah. and there's mm-hmm. passive ability but anyway it's doing really well it's, it is, it's yeah. the number like like we were saying it's probably the number 25 million players is probably already outdated by the time this goes out that's how quickly it's, it's growing mm-hmm. um, Insane, it's yeah. going to be really interesting to see how they manage this sort of <coughs> unprecedented success um <clears throat> they you know technically i think it's been I think that was probably part of the reason why it took off so rapidly was because it was so smooth and, and mm. stable to begin with. It feels really <laughs> complete and polished. Um, but, you know, how how do they manage that growth of, like, having millions and millions and millions? You know, it's got EA behind <coughs> it, so it mm-hmm. should, you'd think, they'd be able to cope and, and pour money into resources and, and on the technical server side and things like that to, to keep yeah. things ticking over. They have had a couple of little blips I've seen on, on their Twitter and stuff that, you know, matchmaking was taking ages and stuff. But honestly, it's been... yeah. Quite smooth. Well, there's been a lot of crashes, a lot on the PC version. Yes, yeah. And I think the step-up consoles, so the PS4 Pro and the Xbox One X. Yeah, I've had a few disconnects. Yeah, they're they're having more problems than the vanilla consoles, but they've now started, uh, which is a huge undertaking, really, daily updates. Yeah. Daily updates. This is what I mean with when when you've got that amount of players you, you've yeah. got so many more opportunities to go wrong so many people reporting s- stuff exactly you know yeah. and so many error reports coming in yeah you know, even from... even if it's like you know one percent of those 25 yeah. million that's yeah, exactly. a massive number isn't yeah. it obviously yeah. so yeah it's um the fact that they're doing daily updates is interesting and, and crucial really because people forget about Fortnite. you know it didn't just like make a polished game and that was it remember the whole thing with PUBG losing its mantle to Fortnite in my opinion, was down to the fact that Fortnite was constantly doing events. Yeah. Every Wednesday, I think it is still, there's a new update, there's something new, there's a different, you know, there's Very... all sorts of Thanos in there, remember? Yeah. They had like, yeah. all sorts of shit in there. PUBG couldn't even chuck out another map for like a year. Amazing. It's a masterclass in, in like both mm. marketing and sort of live game uh, games as a service d- kind development of you know it yeah. is development because they're just they're adding to it and, and chucking stuff in all the time so mm-hmm. and yeah. that's kind of really based around what the players are saying as well so there's no way that you can kind of really plan it that head yeah. in advance like so you're saying like that it's development on the fly and you're dead right because yeah. like if i don't know i don't think they were expecting players to go so hard on like the mozambique shotgun but everyone hates it don't they so they're probably going to have to develop something around that or fix something yeah it's gonna be interesting to see that as well you know how the balance of things shift over the time mm-hmm. exactly like what they evolving. nerf and what they things like that <laughs> uh, you yeah. know that's what that's the the stage of its life that's going to move into really quickly now because the honeymoon phase of everyone giving it a spin 
is sort of you know coming to yeah. an end and, and they'll want to well, that's keep it. The, that buzz going. The battle so. pass launches in two weeks and that's <clears> when we're really going to see everything. That's when yeah. they're either going to make or break their... I think like the battle pass, right? I think Fortnite ones is like seven quid a season. Right. I have a feeling this is going to be like £20. You know, I, I don't know why, but I'm saying it'll be quite expensive. Yeah. I think this is when everyone will be reminded, ooh, okay. But uh, let's see what they're offering with that. I, I, well, I mean, you can see in their roadmap what they're doing in the yeah. month of March and season one, but that is where they might lose people when they start. Because the game's still going to be free, but then all of a sudden you're going to notice it in the main menu more, aren't you? You're going to notice, like, oh, do the battle pass, and they've you can get a be, skin. They've got to be careful. Them. They've got to be careful, for, yeah. uh, for sure, because you don't want to alienate people, and <coughs> you want to appear fair, especially if you're a game that's been published by EA. So, yeah. so yeah. let's talk about Nintendo Direct then. So that was probably the, the single biggest sort of um, gaming event of the whether you week. like it or not. I think so, yeah. I it mean, was, it was quite yeah. exciting. It was uh, Nintendo Direct, so if you're totally unaware, is a, is a short sort of 30, 35-minute um, video conference live thing that they do periodically. Uh, it's been sort of less frequent last few months i think yeah slightly, this is the first but, one of 2019 i think yeah so yeah. but but it's more you know it's, it's a quite a regular occurrence um yeah and it's just not always announced... about super smash bros is it it's not no, no thank god <laughs> no they they just announce a lot of stuff they just uh, yeah. sort of uh they give you a new looks at games that you already know is coming they already give you sort of they'll spend a few minutes showing you the gameplay mechanics of something that you've only seen a trailer for before and stuff and they but they make a lot of announcements a lot of like nice indie surprises because uh, obviously so many things get ported to the Switch and there's so much interest to the Switch uh, from yeah. developers. Yeah. It's a great little event and a great little... There's always something. There's always an indie game coming. Like, you know, we do the we, we do the um, sort of new new releases in the podcast every week. Well, every week there's a Switch port, right? And then that's what sort of this, this conference like is like the pick of the... I'm calling it a conference, but you know what I mean. This this sort of yeah. live stream thing is like the pick of the bunch and the pit and the most exciting ones and the yeah for sure the ones that you know are, you know there's what I particularly like about it is the available right now sort of stuff and there's always an available right now surprise, surprise in there which is really yeah, nice. one of them they'll always yeah. drop a game straight away so like in July like they did Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight. which was massive and bought that straight away yeah, yeah. exactly that's the one I was wanting really uh, they did like it wasn't a direct but they did like an indie showcase. Uh, last month, yeah. which was like, oh, right, yeah. I think it was twenty minutes of just literally indie games coming yeah. to the Switch, and that was a real thing. This focused on like a bit more AAA stuff as well as yeah. indie picks and uh, yeah, the selection of ports because we did get some really quite old games. Um, so did. I don't know. Let's well, let's should we start from the top? Well, I don't know. I just want to say, I just <laughs> I. <sighs> The Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening is really exciting. You want and to go on the big? You're going to start at the best bit. Start at the best bit, mate. Oh yeah. God. Who cares? Like, there, there was the like some podcast? Smash Brothers update and shit. I couldn't less of a shit about that. But then Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, they ended the the <coughs> Nintendo Direct on, yeah. uh, and that was a lovely little surprise. Like, I don't think anyone really saw that coming, right? And, and no, it was a no. so this is a remake of the of the classic um, capital from, classic. Yeah, from the nineties, you know, and, yeah, and, it, and from they've... the original Game Boy. Yeah, I had Utterly... this. I was lucky enough to have this on the Game Boy, and uh, as a kid, I didn't have many games on the Game Boy. I had Tetris, uh, which I think is shite. Um, I had Castlevania. Which... I hate Tetris. <clears throat> yeah, no, no, we've talked about it a lot in the past. You already know where I stand. Liam's saying, oh, you know right, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Um, I talked about this. In the <laughs> it's like I thought about this the other day. <laughs> Quick little Tetris aside here. 
Uh, yeah. This isn't directed at you at all, Liam. This yeah. is just the Tetris community at large. Okay. You know, everyone's saying it's, it's yeah, perfect. You lot, yeah. It was like, I saw someone tweet, tweet like, I think it was Cliff Pazinski or something, yeah. this week saying, oh, if I could have one Desert Island game, it would be Tetris because it's perfect. It's like, right. Fuck off. Play no, Tetris you Effect. And then, you know, yeah. no, I, right, listen, right, This is the thing with yeah. Tetris. This is what I was going to say. It's like water, okay? It's so it is, pure. Yeah. Yeah. It's so perfect. It is all you need, really. Yeah. But, but why does squash exist? Yeah, well, yeah exactly. <laughs> why does cordial exist? Why can't I stop yeah. drinking beer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So listen here, Cliff, all right? No, well, uh, quick side note, because I don't know. Actually, no, we'll give it its own time. But for those that aren't aware, we'll talk in a minute about Tetris Battle Royale, which is an actual thing. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a minute. Well, that was, yeah, so so that Link's Awakening, anyway, I, just a quick one here, because... It's it was a very very difficult game for me as a kid. I had Castlevania. It was dead hard. Can you Pug- do me a favor if you're editing this? Yeah. Can you put like the gameplay on top of this right now? Of what the original Link's Awakening? No. The, well, yeah. All right. Put put one and then put the other because it's so nice. Okay. It's such yeah. A sure. Nice little mm-hmm. bit of gameplay. So I played this as a kid, see. right? And I this is my first Zelda. I love the Zelda series. I love them. Love them. And this is the one that was like really I'm trying to think of a word that's nothing to do with the word awaken but this is the one that really started the because you know subconsciously sort I've gone there the... yeah so I sort of um, this is the one I actually played this first then linked to the past Oracle yep. Seasons Wind Waker then I did Ocarina of Time this was the one that made me love video games and adventure games because yeah. I hadn't played like a big adventure game and admittedly if I had more games at my disposal I probably would have rage quit it. Hmm. But because I didn't have many games i was forced to go through the puzzles and i was like only like quite young eight yeah. or something like that when i played it and i sat through it i endured <laughs> and i got it and i loved it i loved it and i talk about links awakening to people who other zelda fans and no one puts it top tier but it is fucking top tier i played i played link to the past and i rate this one well higher this this is the sort of uh, this is like perfect re- remake Material, yeah, for me. because it's because it was overlooked originally. Like, like but people that don't know, youngsters yeah. don't know. Then everyone knows a link to the past because it's a snazzy one. They've probably got it on an emulator somewhere on the computer. And Ocarina is the number one Ocarina, on every single website's oh, top one hundred. Yeah, exactly. Ever. So this is this is like right. <laughs> basically, Link's Awakening to a Link to the Past is Majora's Master Ocarina of Time. It's the one that slightly mm. has got a lot more to it. Yeah. But yeah, this, you dead right. It's it's perfect to, to be done, and it was really cool when it was released to see other people excited about it yeah. and and other people coming out about it like all these truthers like oh, it was it actually is the best yeah it's really good the graphical well, I, style for this one yeah is the sticking point for some people that have seen it it's very yeah, uh, very they, amiibo they kind can, of they chibi they chibi can amiibo because yeah. it looks really nice A i think chibo? it looks i think it looks lovely i think it, it looks work. i think it looks um just excellent just like a really good how do you how do you make a how do you remake a game boy game in an interesting way without completely so Pokemon let's go sort of uh, yeah give it a spin and and, yeah. and then they do so you get the same sort of not perspective but the same the game plays out in a familiar sort of way because of where yeah. the camera is and stuff like that but the graphics are very but, very nice Pokemon Go style exactly. graphics right and this is Great this is that there. this is that kind yeah. of thing and, and I I, lo- I love I love a good remake I love a game I love a mm. company really putting time and love and effort into giving you that experience from the 90s in a really nice yeah. sh- like shiny new interesting way shiny mm-hmm. being a key word yeah it's a very plasticky look it kind of looks like yeah. you would buy a, a, a toy set yeah with link and but, the enemy uh, like but you've got all these games that are like dioramas and stuff now and, they, and it looks 
great like Captain Toad and stuff and, and like oh, Bad yeah. North and stuff it's such a good look and then and, and this is it yeah. sort of reminds me of that a little bit because like you say it's a toy box style look that it's got yeah it looks it looks um, like yeah this is like when you get a set of toys as a kid and your imaginations go yeah. wild and you're imagining going on an adventure it's like that you've got this little link action figure and you're taking him yeah. around this island yeah trying to wake the windfish up what did you think of this Liam? I thought it looked very nice indeed. I'm looking forward to it because I never actually got the time to finish the original Link's Awakening. I do have it, but just never finished it. And yeah, I think this will be. It's a great time to get back into it. Really. Yeah. I mean, it was 2019 that they put as a date on it, so there's no. Yeah. You know, we don't know any further than yeah. that. But it was a nice little announcement right at the end. Looks fantastic. I can't, I can't wait for this personally. Mm-hmm. So this was after. Switch. Like, well, the, the, you know, the, there's kind of host of the the director said he's yeah. got one more game to show yeah mm-hmm. and then there was one more game and it was astral chain link's awakening was after that like it's a super like you know post credit scene kind of thing but astral chain and i've seen a lot of talk about this as well do you remember that one there what they showed last hmm. i'm just about to sneeze so I Sorry, everybody. didn't say anything then because i just wanted <laughs> to what we'll do i'll edit that out <laughs> i'll edit that out for sure yeah um <laughs> So, I reckon you don't, mate. Just let, yeah. Let, okay, let we'll us, keep it in. Whatever. Listen, everyone listening in the audio, so sorry about that. Astral Chain. This looked like a Liam <laughs> game. There was cops. Yeah. With like kind of Akira-looking cars. Yeah. yeah. I I thought him straight away near Automata, and then lo and behold, uh, you see the little yeah. Platinum. Yep. It's made by Platinum Games. Yeah, uh, and because because it, usually it was almost everything about it would usually be off-putting for me personally, mm-hmm. but. Mm. I looked at it and I thought, no, this has got a Nier Automata vibes, and I, and I like Nier Automata. And uh, yeah, so it's got that sort of pedigree behind it, and it looks like it could be a. Uh, I bet you it's going to be a fucking a blazer of a oh, high rated. I'm, you I'm know, into this. It'll, it'll be, knowing Platinum Games, it'll get really good reviews, yeah. but no one will buy it. Yeah, and there'll it's be people how it goes. Yeah, using the, the pictures and stuff in forum posts and stuff as their. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be that sort of thing. It'll be, yeah, so that was a little announcement at the end. Now, was that an exclusive? I think it was, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure it was, yeah. I think that was an actual. Uh, Switch exclusive because yeah, they saw they announced this and then at the same time did like a little development update on Bayonetta three, yeah. saying that it's still in development but it's taking a bit more time than we anticipated. Yeah, so it's kind of like here's another Platinum Games game instead of Bayonetta, which 3. is you know, cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll I'm that. really into this. It looked very cool. Um, so while Jake's having a little browse there, yeah, I'm trying to find out. I do know it's out in August. <coughs> yeah, so, so that's not, something. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not actually. You know, it's not very far away. So that's no. that's quite cool. That was a common theme for a lot of the games yeah. in this uh, direct. A lot of them had very close release dates. Yeah, I mean, there was some on like on the day releases. There was Final Fantasy Nine, which was a nice surprise for me. So Final Fantasy Nine, the classic, yeah, the uh, PS One classic. Yeah, is uh, is now was one not of the PS1 best version. games ever made. Jake, with some news. Yeah, it's published by Nintendo, so it's just for the so Switch. So it's an exclusive yeah. thing, I thought it was, yeah. So, so PlayStation had Nia for a bit. This, this seems like yeah. it's going to eventually get ported, but but then again, I don't know, the Nintendo often let their babies fly well, out Bay- eventually. Uh, Bayonetta not often, 2 no. is the big one, isn't it? Bayonetta yeah, 2 Bayonetta 2 is exclusive to the Wii U and Switch. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you you know. So, I can't imagine them letting them... Yeah. yeah. A big thing with that were, was because Nintendo funded the development of Bayonetta 2. Yeah, so... But, yeah, yeah. so it, to my mind, it's essentially a first party. Sort yeah, of it might as well be. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so that's that's sort of a similar deal here then. So um, Final Fantasy, 
Seven is coming as well on March the twenty sixth. Yeah. Uh, so these the games are like game were quite <laughs> well. They, they they were these games are like highly sort of on my you know wish list for the Switch and Final Fantasy Nine higher than any other pretty much and, and mm-hmm. I've got, I got that like yeah. already like on the day which was an awesome yeah. uh, little surprise what we were on about those surprises yeah that's a hell of a surprise it's out right now and it was it was even like a little you know Final Fantasy 7 is coming in March and I was like oh that's quite, that's quite cool I hope Final Fantasy 9 comes and then they were like and mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 9 is out right now on the Switch or later today yeah, or whatever yeah. it was um, so Final Fantasy 9 the I've, I bought and played a little bit of that and it's you know it is just a quite a well, I haven't done anything. If you know, it's not a remaster. It's not nothing like Very that. Very bad. Straight port. It's uh, <laughs> it's got. Um, it's the same one that you can buy on PC right now. Yeah, right? and it's yeah. got this sort of not so nice three um, D control sort of system where you move you move a character around that it doesn't yeah. quite doesn't feel right somehow. I think it eight way movement. is yeah. what they have. Whereas the original PS One one had full Four. analog three sixty yeah. degree yeah. control. And and it doesn't quite you know it doesn't quite feel right. And it's also got um uh, like pillar boxes. So it's just kind of, yeah. yeah. So it's not the full. It doesn't use the full width of the Switch uh, screen, which is not. I'm looking at a screenshot right now of Final Fantasy Seven, and it's the same. Like yeah, uh, you yeah. Know. But yeah. that that is kind of par for the course with with these uh, ports especially PS One. Ports. Yeah, and and it's got the uh, pre-rendered art in the yeah, background of exactly, it. So. Yeah, unless you know we were saying earlier, like if, yeah. if they went, you'd have to go into those files. Yeah. And mm-hmm. literally stretch or remake them every background in the game yeah. in order to make that widescreen. So, you know, it's it's, it's you know ask. you look at you look at that and you think, well, that's a bit you know that's a bit lazy, I suppose. But then they charge seventeen quid for it, and I bought it instantly without even thinking about it. And that's why they can they can get away with it. Because the content of the game is like super. Like, you know, well, yeah. it's a classic, yeah. So um, so that was quite nice. There's also some nice ports coming as well. So Hellblade: Tenuous Sacrifice, which was um, mm. pretty much game of the year for me on mm-hmm. in 2017 uh, when it came out. Uh, Absolutely superb game. That's coming to the Switch in spring. Interesting to see how they'll do that because yeah. it's a very graphically heavy game. Isn't it, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah the presentation was a big part of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And that was like their thing, wasn't it? It's was like it's not a AAA game. You know, it's only six hours long, but it it looks, it looks the part. The part yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so bringing that to the Switch, yeah, that's It'll be that's interesting, interesting to see how they do that. Uh, but that's lucky for any Nintendo fans who um, haven't yet played it because it is it is a superb game. So Assassin's Creed Three is the other, yeah. uh, I guess. Interesting port remaster it, thing it was coming. Arse, let's be honest. It, it like the frame rate was like fifteen frames a second yeah, max. It did not it look was, good. No. Um, and it I, says it's remastered, but it looks exactly the same as the unremastered one. Just I would contend original. that it probably looked better on the Xbox <laughs> yeah. 360 they, or whatever. Put like a warm yellow filter over it for some reason. Yeah. In the remastered one. So we'll we'll see how that. It was a rumor that wasn't it, and everyone was yeah. like, "Oh, really?" Everyone they could have done. Not one and two. I don't. Three. I just don't get it at all. I th- I reckon it's probably the most. They would have sat down, or yeah. some people would have sat down, and which is the most switch friendly in terms of like the software and the mm-hmm. the back end sort yeah, of stuff. I which think, is the easiest. To I move read somewhere because Assassin's Creed Three they had a Wii U version of it, so ah, like right. porting it to there the Switch is probably right. a lot easier. That's it then, isn't it? That's it. You know, it's already, yeah. They've already got experience with Nintendo's like. You know the web like dev kits or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was it was really quite busy. There was a lots of other um, yeah. announcements that were you know Box Boy and Box Girl. Yeah, Mario uh, Maker Two. Mario, Mario Maker, Maker Two was huge. Mm-hmm. Delta Rune, the game that I guess I talked about, like I think it was like podcast number three or something, that like Undertale. Yeah. Two yeah. basically yeah. that's out for free soon on the Switch. There was like the obviously Yoshi's 
uh, Crafted Worlds out like next month. Yeah, so we saw a bit of that, didn't we? Yeah, demo, and there's right? a free demo, which I've 100% yeah. downloaded. Oh, there was a demo for... there was Yeah, there was some good demo news. It was So I think... Uh, well, Pokemon Let's Go, I played I played yeah. the demo. That's demo that, yeah, and it was, it was quite good. And um, did Captain Toad? Captain Toad added an entire new mode for free co-op, starting, right? and it's yeah, it's now two player. Co-op. And there was a demo, right? Or was there already a demo? There was already a demo for that, but now because right. in the original it's one player, but you can if you split the Joy Cons, one of you will control Toad, and you all will control like a so cursor. Some local. Um, mm-hmm. But now yeah. you'll both control a Toad each, so it's like yeah. Basically, they've added in to yeah. player for free yeah. on a game that's been out for a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and they announced DLC. Uh, some DLC for it. Yeah, yeah, and that was yeah, there was sort of hand in hand announcement there uh, mm-hmm. for both of them. And then there was Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to this. Yeah, so this is uh, the Black Order. It's mm-hmm. called. Um, yeah. So there was like just some... the, those ones that were in Infinity War. If you don't know who they are, right? You cool. know, Thanos's children. Awesome. No. That's who the Black Order is. Right. Right. Cool. I got that on. Taking that on board. Um, there, there, was, uh, there was Tetris Battle Royale. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was Tetris Battle Royale. I was going to talk a little bit more about Marvel. Oh, go on, yeah, do it. Man. What, what, did they sure. an- what did they announce for this, uh, Liam? Was it just some more? Uh, so it was of... some uh, some more gameplay yeah. and a release date. I think it was sometime in the summer. The release date, I think right. it was pretty yeah. soon. In. Yeah, it was like July, August type. But yeah, it was. They announced. Um, it's the, just a summer. Yeah. Yeah, they announced some of the characters were going to be in there. So you've, you've got the Avengers, you've got some of the Defenders, they were in there. Made a big thing about Captain Marvel being in it, probably because the Captain Marvel the movie, movie's out yeah. in a few yeah. weeks. But yeah, it looked it, it looked good. I think this will be a nice little like, action RPG. And I, I think it'll be alright, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, did, I did play, I can't remember if it was the first or the second one, an awful lot, and, I, mm-hmm. and it was... Like good um, local co-op, which yeah, is yeah. like the the biggest selling point for me, because uh, you know the list of local co-op games is quite tight, isn't it? So, but I, I had a I had a really nice time playing it. So this, yeah, I, I could see that being, you know, quite a good game. Quite, mm-hmm. I, I would anticipate it getting some decent reviews, hopefully. Yeah. Um. So, all right then, Jake. Well, you, we, we, it's funny because you've actually admitted like the biggest one, like, I guess the only one that they mentioned ahead of time. Which was <coughs> which is Fire, Fire Emblem, Emblem, the yeah. three houses. They had like that was like the took up the biggest portion yeah. of the whole thing, and it was they kind sort of, of led with it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, you got like this. It was talking about basically like it's like you're running a school, isn't it? Something like that. You're yeah. in like some academy, very mm-hmm. anime. You yeah. running an academy? Harry Potter, <laughs> Liam said uh, Fire Emblem, yeah. Harry Potter, Fire Emblem, Harry Potter yeah. Was and it? It yeah. was, it's the Black Eagles, the Blue Lions, or the Golden Deer. And they're all like their own little clan, yeah. and you can just train them up to be bad boys and that, just fighting. It looked really interesting for people that are into that sort of game. And I know Fire Emblem's got a massive cult following. I'm not even going to bother trying to do it justice because I just don't. I, it didn't grab me. I, I like I watched it and I was thinking, yeah, cool, but I was more interested in the memes that Liam was providing. It's going to so. be a. It's going to be a review. <laughs> Wait and see. It's not. It'll get good reviews, probably. Yeah, absolutely. every Fire Emblem game does. It's out soon, July uh, the twenty sixth. Mm-hmm. So that's right. interesting. But yeah, Tetris Battle Royale, Tetris, man. Let's get into it. Tetris ninety nine, as it's called. Yeah, yeah. ninety nine players, only one winner. You're all playing Tetris. But one of you is right, better at that. Than yeah. It's out. It was out that day. That was yeah. a right now game. So how does I? How I did not. I I can't. My eyes glazed over <laughs> so badly <laughs> that I can't even. And I was watching. And I wasn't right, doing anything playing else. Tetris, yeah. I was texting you guys, but I was like, I watched this and I can't remember any of it. Well, basically, you play Tetris. Very blue. Yeah. I remember the colour blue. Strongly. A lot of blue here. Well, you play in like, um, Tetris, and then in the background, you can see everyone else playing Tetris. Right. 99 others. And I think when one of you fucks up, boom, you're out. 
So you just Tetris to the end. Yeah. But That's it. It gets progressively faster and right. everything like that. So it's like playing a normal yeah. it's just like playing a normal game of Tetris that just happens to be ninety eight other people or whatever in the background. And it's yeah. just whoever can survive the longest. I don't know what happens so if you fail. Like, can you quit to lobby or what, spectate? Is it like a can a, you, a, a, can a, you a, squat up? <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if you can. All but, I know is it was like it requires online, doesn't it? Yeah. And obviously, because unless yeah. you've got ninety nine mates um, that can play. Well, Thanos already put it to us last week that we don't have any, never mind that, you know. Yeah, well, and that's uh, why we don't like um, whatever the game yeah, that's was. That's why we don't like I can't even remember what game yeah. was. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was... It's funny, because it seems yeah. like such a little... Do you know what? I, I'm not even... I, I, I've got a very, very strong feeling <laughs> that when PUBG was kicking about and then they announced Fortnite... There was loads of comments on YouTube saying, what's next? Tetris, Tetris. Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah, really yeah, yeah. do feel like someone's gone, fuck you, man. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> because, can you like, you know. And it just happened yeah. to be a gaming yeah. executive. It's, 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 it's like a snarky comment, isn't it? Yeah. What's next? Fucking Tetris Battle Royale. Yeah, we've done it. We've gone and done, done I it. Bet you, if yeah. you, I bet you if you could search somehow all of the comments in yeah. YouTube. If yeah. you could, if you could, if you had the master key, yeah, and yeah. put Tetris Battle Royale, <laughs> yeah, there would be, there would, I would put my money on millions of comments. Yeah, I would put my money on millions of comments. What's At least next? one million people saying, "What's next?" Yeah, Tetris Battle. What we Royale. want to do is kick them all off onto a plane, onto an island, <laughs> and they can only be one at the end. Yeah, except yeah. all they've got is a Game Boy and Tetris. <laughs> yeah. In it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. From so, what I've heard, though, it's meant to be actually quite fun um, from the people online who played it. Same well, it's free, isn't it? You effect, could... Yeah, it's, it's free. free. Anyone can play it. So, well, you te- need the Switch membership. So that's like their first kind of, like, uh, I guess like an offer, you know, like a whole PlayStation Plus and games with gold. That's the thing you get. It, maybe they're going to do this every Direct now, pure speculation. But the fact that they're giving away a free game, hmm. as long as you're paying for your online anyway, <laughs> which I guess isn't free. Yeah. But still, you've got that kind of cool incentive. And everyone knows what Tetris is, whether you reject it in your heart or not. Um, everyone knows, don't they? Do you know mm. what I mean? We're on the same team, here, mate. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah we're having But what's so weird? What's so weird and and quite funny? You know, and you've got to admit, like Liam, I know you're a firm believer in it. And uh, listen, let me say you're not alone. What you can't deny is it's so unusual that is. Tetris has yeah. had two interesting about spins on it as, a, as an IP in, the ma- in a matter of months, <laughs> in right? A of months. Yeah. Tetris Effect was like, not even joking, in loads of people's top five games of the year, yeah. mm-hmm. and now there's a Tetris Battle Royale. What's next? Tetris Te- FPS? Pac-Man Battle Royale? <laughs> you don't, actually, because that would... <laughs> you know that's coming, that. Yeah. Someone, yeah, someone yeah. somewhere yeah. is going, yeah. shit. This is it. They've this got is, it out yeah. before us. This is it. This is. I want the hot take. Imagine, imagine yeah. how would you do that? Like ninety-nine ghosts and then one Pac-Man. Yeah. Can someone please below in the comment section pitch us the best worst battle royale idea? It's worked for Tetris. It could work for you too. I reckon Think of it a game that's not going to work. Spyro the Dragon battle royale. Think of something and then and then write the concept. It works the with mo- like imagine yeah. you did a Forza battle royale. They're fucking racing well, people. I, I, I thought in my head, mm-hmm. Mario Kart Battle Royale, 99 Coopers. <laughs> Rocket track. League Battle Royale. The, yeah. it, works, it works with everything. Yeah. Like even even big, boring yeah. strategy games, yeah. right? You Stardew have Valley. Crusader <laughs> Kings Battle Royale. They'd fucking love yeah. it. They would absolutely love it. Crusader Kings basically, I mean, it basically is Battle Royale already. But Train Simulator Battle Royale. Right? Yeah. You're fighting against cuts, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> they can only afford to keep right. on one. Hey, do you know Train Simulator? Quick. Train Simulator has just had an expansion, a North Wales coastal expansion. <laughs> Listen to this, yeah? Well, it's won't... got a flint in it, and it even has the statue of the foot. 
Yeah, honest to God. Yeah, you can buy it, it's, it's four the quid. North Wales coastal expansion. If anyone wants to know like where Bouncy Guys live. Has it got that live? big shipwreck near Pratton? Yes, it, it honestly does, right? I've got a picture. Oh, right? see, they found if, old arcade machines on that thing. Really? Yeah, yeah, listen, if like you don't know where we live, if you're an international fan, you want to know, hey, want to know, if we was where, a, where are we living? Check yeah. out the. Uh, you want to see a giant <laughs> statue of North fuck. Wales coastal route expansion? And look, the Flint Foot—it's there. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. for those that aren't North Wales based, yes, that might seem is. a bit weird, yeah. But honestly, if you do want to get to know the area a little bit better, and you do own Train Simulator, there's the North Wales coastal expansion. Right. <laughs> I thought that was interesting. I just spoke some Welsh then, in disbelief. I think that's the first time I've done that <laughs> on the channel. Yeah. Right, let's move on from this train talk because I'm bored. Okay. Hollow Knight. Uh, okay, this is an Nintendo Direct. That's an Nintendo Direct. Done Nintendo over. Direct done. Move, let's move it on. It's done at the train about Rune Factory. Sorry? Rune Factory. Oh, yeah, there was Rune Factory 4 special edition announced, and then they just had a little picture saying Rune Factory 5, yeah. right? Is that... I, I don't even play Rune Factory. I was just taking the piss. But... There's, there's one that made me laugh here. There's one that made me laugh because there was like a, a Square Enix. Uh, published RPG oh. and it looked very very generic and I was like "What's it? who's the developer and it was yep. developed by a company who are called Tokyo, Tokyo RPG Factory yep yeah. they made of I course. Am that's not a joke of course um, there was also Bloodstained um, yeah oh yeah which, but which one not uh, Ritual of the Night yeah because Curse yeah. of the Moon is the Curse of the Moon is like now. a little prequel game they put yeah. out as a bonus this was a bit of gameplay and just a general sort of so that's like the Castlevania yeah, spiritual fact, successor a yeah. release date as well they gave a firm release date I'm not sure <laughs> yeah that's like the retro Castlevania game if you don't know yeah. and if you do think, own an I Xbox think, I think it's free was it, it was a date was it, was it? it's I this year so. anyway I think it's about yeah. it's like, like you know sort of not too far ahead I think it's mm-hmm. spring summer or something like that but yeah it's, um, a, it's a Castlevania it's a Castlevania game in all but name really yeah. and it's being made by Koji Igarashi who made all the good Castlevania games there you go so yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's like in the summertime this year so yeah. a, lot, a lot of the Nintendo Direct um, for me anyway was uh, surprisingly close you know like yeah, the announcements yeah, were like 2019 summer but if you think about the way they've modelled it because they're going to need to do another one in a couple of months yeah they need to keep you know they need to keep it quite immediate otherwise yeah, you know obviously in spread in some, some further away ones but yeah they've got to keep the ball rolling with stuff so they need to give you another update on like you know they'll show Link's Awakening maybe not in the next one but in the one after that and, they'll, and it'll get say like slice. December you exactly know. Yeah. yeah so alright so now let's talk about Hollow Knight um, so Hollow Knight is, is a lovely yeah game it's weirdly sort of cute and like really grim um, I've, I've been playing it on the Switch I'm, I've been getting on quite well with it mm. um, and it, but it's been around for a while and it was um, one of these games where it just takes mechanics and stuff from genres that you know. You know, you could look at it and see Dark Souls, or you can look at it and see your whatever Metroid. you want. Metroid, yeah. And but it it just does its own thing with it, and it's got a really strong. You know, it's not like Castlevania. It's not set in a in a vampiric castle. It's not set in. You know, the the setting is weird, and the setting the setting is really its own thing, and it's its own. Yeah, it's got a really strong identity, Hollow Knight. Yeah, exactly. Hell of a nice game. I really. think that's why a lot of people liken it to Dark Souls. You know, because Dark Souls has that identity. I mean, yeah. everyone likens. Well, it's got some of the mechanics, obviously, but yeah, it's got... of course, yeah, and it's got that. Yeah, you, know, you collect souls and you die you lose your souls you... basically. When yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also got that. Yeah, that very big sense of like, yeah, identity. It's all. But first of all. 
I guess one thing we've not mentioned yet, it's all based on insects. Yeah. So that sounds pretty weird, right? Yeah. You play as like a little beetle and you go around slamming other beetles, mosquitoes, fucking killing and, and everybody. Some, and the locations have got the great little names mm. and the, like and the... hollow nest and all that sort and, of stuff mm-hmm. and whatever. It's um, uh, it's it's really good. It's a really yeah. good game. And, yeah, and it, it's, uh... it came out in 2017 on the PC. It started mm. off as like, you know that, those things, Game Jam? Yeah. Remember that when it's like charity events and they have to... It was just a Game Jam idea. And then like it got kick-started. Um, it's three people from Australia who developed it. Yeah. And they made it. It's got such a strong art style. Like Team very, very Cherry, unique. they're called. Team Cherry from Australia, yeah. So they built this game. The three have done everything. And the art style is impeccable. The music is fantastic. The game is very, very really good tight. example of what it is. <clears throat> really tight and yeah. sharp combat, really responsive. You, you, it yeah. feels satisfying to play. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is what I said uh, earlier this year, a couple of times, you know, there's a slew of like Metroidvania, roguelike games. They're, they're the buzzwords when you're making an indie yeah. game at the moment. But between, like, like the two... You know, like in Lord of the Rings, when they're going down that like river and there's a, two massive statues and they're like the big pillars of the community, yeah? Well, one of them is Dead Cells and the other one's Hollow Knight. And if you're making a game, yeah, yeah. that's going to be roguelike or Metroidvania, they're the boys that you're coming yeah. at. Otherwise, you're going to end up just like Little Aragon or, or even one of the Hobbits in the boat yeah. in comparison to the size and yeah, scale a pathetic, of those, just of those human, giant like, statues. Yeah, even if you're you know? dwarf, you might come different, but you're not a massive statue. So anyway, so, that's what Hollow Knight is. That's what Hollow Knight is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's good. And and what happened when it was released to Switch, it saw like a new lease of life. You picked it up recently. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so it seems quite fresh in people's minds. It seems quite relevant. They just put a trailer out on Valentine's Day for Hollow Knight Silk Song. Right, they've put out a couple of DLCs in the past. I thought this was another DLC. Click on it, boom, no. Hollow Knight 2. Like this is by the way, Hollow Knight is their debut game, so this mm. is their second game. Yeah. And they announced that they've been working on this for over a year now. It was originally intended as DLC, but it know, is spiraled out of control. Can I tell you something that I find very, very interesting? It's coming to PC, Mac Linux, and Switch. Same day. First. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's coming yeah. to PS4 and Xbox. Because the Switch so the is doing Switch so well for it. Is, is yeah. up there, like, and yeah. So whether yeah, there's probably two motivations there. It's good business, and it's probably like a little bit of yeah. It's, well, let's share the love back, isn't yeah, it? Like put exactly. The... Speaking of sharing the love back, uh, not really related to the sort of meat and potatoes of the game. So I'm gonna go on to what it is in a minute. But another little side note of nice development stuff. If you because the Kickstarter was so overwhelming for Hollow Knight. Even though they never at any point mentioned that they were making a sequel or anything like that, yeah. all original backers of the uh, Kickstarter <coughs> will get it for free. Which is very nice. Really cool. So you can see. They must be doing some good business then. They must be yeah, making yeah, some money. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's done very, very well. And I think anybody <coughs> who's into indie games will have n- heard of this and probably played it, right? Mm. So, Silk Song, anyway, is. This, uh, I think it's set as a sequel, a direct sequel. Um, and you play as like that woman, the needle woman. I can't remember what her name is. Like she's like the basically in Hollow Knight, oh, plays yeah. as big beetle, and you play as like the oh, uh, Hornet. Hornet, that's it. Yeah, yeah you play as Hornet. The fighter and, and yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you encounter her quite a few times. That's yeah. it. Yeah, she's kind of like the Gary Oak of Hollow Knight One. <laughs> uh, you know, but imagine if they made Pokemon Two with Ga- Gary's side of the story in it. So it's kind yeah, of like, like that, that, like that Karate Kid um, Amazon series. Isn't it? Yeah. What about the other guys? Yeah, but... exactly. But so this is. Uh, interesting because like i say it started off as a dlc but they've added like there's over 120 different enemies <coughs> like again the whole dark soul series doesn't have that many no. hollow knight didn't have 120 different enemies in it mm-hmm. this has got whole new locations as well you're not retreading old ground then the, they've just took the simple sort of mechanic of 
not the mechanic, but the kind of premise of the first game where you're burrowing deeper into the ground, like yeah. insects do, and they just sort of inverted that. And this time you're trying to ascend, hmm. you're trying to get to the surface, but you're going to see, because you're in a different level of dirt, <laughs> you're going to see different areas. So there's, there's like coral looking areas and everywhere looks different. The game looks like a sequel should. It's not the same character, not the same models, not the same areas, hmm. you know, they they might like how like how Dark Souls they bring back Fire Shrine for a bit. They might bring you know some of the areas back. What's like Dirtmouth or whatever the first mm-hmm. place you go to. That's I quite read essential. That as Dirtmouth. Yeah, it is Dirtmouth probably. It, it probably is Dirtmouth. And that's one of like the nice Bournemouth. names. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean? what, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so yeah, let's call it Dirtmouth then. I reckon like you could probably see that coming back, but it's got its own story. It's its own thing, and they've been working on it for like over a year. Mm. There's only three of them. How the fuck they've even done the concept art and designed 120 different enemies? I don't know. You get to see loads in the trailer. Yeah, it's very much a sizzle reel. Um, we I don't, don't know how far off it is yet. No, you, there's no release date for yeah. it or anything. So it like could, that. could still be a year away. But yeah, yeah. It, a sequel to like a, a really like honestly like if you look at anyone who like does indie reviews on YouTube or any you know, people that write articles about it. it this is in very high regard. It's like yeah. Dead Cells. It's very highly regarded yeah. for what it is. If you enjoyed Dead Cells and you haven't played this, yeah, probably worth a look. It's got a bit more of that Metroid uh, sort of style thing where there's a <clears> big <throat> map and you yeah. can get lost if you're not careful, if you're not observant or you've got a bit of memory, you might lose where you need to go. Yeah. Because the world isn't as like straightforward as Dead Cells kind of thing and because the, there's no roguelike element like if you like for example I left it for a week come back on and I'm like oh, where am I again yeah I do get that sense of it yeah you know, but but it doesn't I have to say that it, equally it doesn't take me too long to get your just get back into and it stuff and, like that, the, yeah. yeah but it is one of them things where you know you'll you'll if you you come back to it after a week, you'll go. You'll spend five or ten minutes going left in a certain direction. Realize that you've done, you've explored that before, and the reason you haven't gone any further is because you can't, you can't jump yeah. high enough yet. Or something Again, like that. that's the dimension of bread and butter, isn't it? You know, yeah, but you, you end up before ret- you get there. You end up retreading it if you've if you've left it for a little bit because you kind of forget. Like, have I explored yeah, that part? And exactly. Whatever. But it's it's uh, Hollow Knight. It's a great little game, and um, yeah, there's a sequel on the way. So, Liam, is this? A g- I've not heard you talk about it a lot. Have but you Hollow Knight. It? Yeah. yeah, I finished it on PC. What did you think of it? I really enjoyed it. Like the art style was beautiful, and that's immediately apparent as soon as you look at it. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see like specs. It to me, it seems like Hollow Knight was out not even that long ago. So yeah. to have yeah, a full new, yeah, yeah to have a full blown sequel. Yeah. Like announced this soon. Yeah, it, yeah, it's really surprised me. I think what I, I, I think that they they just know what it is, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't. You have you could evolve it in, but just purely by having a different character. You got a different move set. You got different abilities. You can you can animate yeah. it differently. You exactly. can do you know, and you you don't the the bones of the game. You don't have to shake up too much apart from add and explore the different ideas yeah. and stuff so yeah. i can i can see you know it's obviously really hollow knight is but... like pasta and then you just change the sauce boom different meal right dear special moves um <laughs> if you've got an email <clears throat> send it into dear special moves at gmail.com that wasn't got... that bad was it, it wasn't I, no, that was good that yeah, was like that, that was, was good so segue. that was so conclusive oh, oh, all right, thanks. that's well, like I, job. Thought, I thought it was like you no, just wanted no. to distance yourself from that as soon as possible no it was like you, you, right. we we have 
talked about that to such an extent. We've just reached the we, absolute end we point. We made the meal. There is nothing else to say. There is nothing else to say after that point. We've done it. So uh, email us. We've uh, completed it in a way. We? we completed Hollow Knight soon. Exactly. Dearspecialmovers at gmail.com with your questions, your opinions. If you disagree with anything we said, if you hate Hollow Knight, actually don't email if you hate Hollow yeah, Knight. But if, if, yeah, if, if you tell us what you thought about Nintendo Direct, tell us what you think about uh, the upcoming Hollow Knight game, tell us what you think about Apex Legends. Give us some anecdotes, whatever it is, dearspecialmoves at gmail.com, um, and we'll read it out and discuss it like this. Dear Special Moves, what do you think has caused this outrage slash boycott culture within the gaming community? I feel like it's gone from being mad about aggressive monetization practices from EA to Shadow of the Tomb Raider dropping in price quickly after release. To me, it seems that people will review bomb anything now. That's from Lord Way. Thank you, Lord Way. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I do think this is... a. This is a massive topic, actually. Now mm-hmm. that I've read that out loud uh, in a recording, um, yeah. But I, it, it's not. Yeah, the game. If it depends to me, if if you include um, the sort of YouTube community within the gaming community, because that's definitely been a contributing factor. Like the screeching thumbnails and and uh, titles and stuff. Um, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know, like and and that's sort of. I don't know what that's partly driven by, but, but you know, from our own experience, we know it's driven by. If you do a if you do a sort of um, sort of screeching title yeah. and thumbnail, yeah. there's a good chance a lot of people will watch it, and yeah. that and that's friendlier to the way that YouTube works. And yeah. if you're on this sort of news cycle where you have got to be going, ah, oh, this is this is unbelievable, ah, oh, this is unreal, then yeah, that sort of all adds to it. But then with a general sort of forum uh, mentality as well, where you can be so like entrenched in the community, where you just you know your whole your whole time online is spent playing a game, talking about a game, reading about a game, yeah. or talking to other people about a game. Where if things go wrong, it feels like a big sort of fuck. That's that. I hate that. And that's like a you know, feels like it takes a big chunk out of your own life, and then you want to do something about it. So you end up reviewing it really Click, badly. Clicking the the fun down button. <clears throat> clicking and the fun down garbage button. in capital You're letters. watching a YouTuber tell you that this is an absolute disgrace, and then you end up going on the Steam review thing, and then you give it a bad review, and then yeah, yeah it's, it's so it is. There is a lot of anger. There is a lot of anger. Yeah. But, you know, but the, there, there has been a lot of... Sorry. If you've watched, like, any amount of Jim Sterling videos, yeah. you've you've had someone tell you um, about the bad shit that's been going on, which yeah. is probably quite a new thing. Like, there was a lot of bad shit going on in the 90s with magazines, and there was a lot of dodgy <laughs> shit, <laughs> like of paid previews and advertisements and stuff, and the yeah. really blurry line between a review and... Uh, Oh, you should be really excited about this preview, yeah. Because we got paid by Sega to say it or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's not an it's not a new thing, but I think what is new is just the fact that there are people who are like really awake and alert to it. Sorry, I'm sneezing. I'm allergic. Sorry, to you guys are both well ill. It's like Liam's coughing. Is yeah, that sorry for my coughing fit. I was fine. So I, got I feel like the worst thing the worst, the worst <laughs> thing to do though is talk to like I I don't want to go. Are you all right, Jake? Are you all right, Liam? Because then you feel like shit. I'm coughing. I'm sneezing, and people. So if you just well, what it talking. is like people who are watching it maybe might have like the the visual heads up that I'm about to sneeze by my body language, but I feel sorry for the audio listeners who are just like trying to listen to you talking about magazines and shit, and then they can just hear. Yeah. yeah, so like you listen to the anime like, in the background. Yeah, I was gonna say. Sekiro. Yeah, I only moved a lot. So yeah, I think what it is is like it's just everyone's got a platform in it. And yeah, yeah, and, and unfortunately, yeah, and I know this sounds like. Listen, please don't fucking go mad about this one, yeah. 
<laughs> the thing on the internet is, it, the internet tricks you into thinking that everything you have to say is worth it, and it's not sometimes, yeah. right? I sometimes know, you should just shut up. Yeah, I, I, um, I've, been ignor- <laughs> I've been ignoring that for, yeah, for 27 years, right? <laughs> well, that, that compulsion. They're like, no, they're I've, been, I've, been, I've been ignoring the advice. You should yeah. stop talking for 27 years. But sometimes, like, you, you, you just... You, I wasn't talking to you then, I was just talking No, to I know you. what you mean, but you, you don't... Um, I, I don't... Like, for example, Metro Exodus, yeah? Yep. It doesn't seem to be doing very well. Like, it's lots of bugs and stuff, and that that whole thing went, and there's a sticker. Um, have you heard about this with the box? If you got the physical edition of Metro Exodus... Hmm. On it PC. Says, it, yeah, it says Epic Store, but it's, it's actually just a sticker. You can peel it off, and there's the Steam logo. Do you remember the, like, the No Man's Sky online feature thing? Oh, right. Yeah. It's that, but yeah. Epic in Steam instead oh. of online features. But you know what? I haven't played the game, and that's all that matters, so I don't talk about it. But there's people that have got that same information... Got mad about it. Well, me... Review bombing the game. I mean, the game itself. Well, let me tell you this. I have been playing it, and it's good. Exactly. It's nice... I've been having a nice time, and I'm not worried and about it. This is how the real world but, works. But this, this... You have played it, so I want to listen to what you have to say about it. But this is the Thanks, thing. Thanks, man. You can do that in a video later this week. But on the internet, oh, nice. <laughs> but on, on the on the internet, this is the thing, and this is one thing about outrage culture and video games. I find stupid. I, I've said it. I don't know if I said this last Pe- podcast. People ranting about stuff they haven't played yet. Yeah. yeah. Can you tell me or show me? Actually, do you know what? Yeah, it's all video game people that do this shit as well. Imagine you picked up like a newspaper. Doesn't matter what newspaper it is. And if you don't like believing in the media, all right, mate, fine. Fucking hell. Imagine going to a forum. Imagine speaking to somebody mm. that's reviewing a film, but they haven't seen the film. Or you say, oh, I want to go to that restaurant, and they give it a bad review again. They want some of that pasta, that Hollow Knight pasta, yeah? yeah? And someone's going to well, go there. They're putting shit. a service charge on it. I've heard they're putting a service charge on a bill. And a spaghetti bolognese is shit, but I've never eaten there. Yeah. You'd just go, what are you on about? But with video games, for some reason, yeah, all yeah. these people that have played the game for about 45 minutes and decided I'm going to make a rant about it and shit, people are like lapping it up. Bro, you haven't played the game. I've got no time to listen to people who haven't played the Did game you just say bro? talking about it. Yeah, I don't know what happens to me. Yeah, but <laughs> listen, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying I thought to... you were quoting a comment or something from the beginning. Of the well, thing. that's it. I don't listen. I don't have any time to listen to people whinging about a game that they haven't played. Yeah, if it's about the principles, that's one thing. But don't be talking to me about why I shouldn't be getting fucking anthem yeah. if you haven't played anthem because it's not out yet. I don't care what sort of shit you're doing. Yeah, and and then that that's what that's what sort of annoys me a little bit because we get we get that like if we would play something and say I don't I don't like this about it I don't like this about it we'll get we don't get many because yeah. we've got a yeah. small community of very nice people but like no, we'll we, get, do, we'll, we do yeah we have a nice fucking ride of it Yeah, we do we really do yeah you guys are race but we'll, we'll get a couple um that are like oh you're only saying this because you're biased against whatever and it's like I no, honestly, no, I don't we care. We couldn't give yeah. less of a shit yeah, about it. Like, look, we... I've been I, listen. I've been giving all of my time to EA for the past exactly, two weeks, yeah, and I don't feel bad about that one <laughs> yeah, bit. Exactly, Do you know what I mean. And you've, you know, why should you? Why exactly, but but you know, if I wasn't, it's not because I'm boycotting it. Yeah, but that's the only thing, and I just want everyone, you know, just try and think of that, though, isn't it? Like, would yeah. you listen to anyone t- telling you about any of these films coming out, any of these films in the cinema at the moment, or an album or whatever? If they hadn't heard it and they yeah. were telling you it was shit, you'd be laughing in their face. So how come it's a different mentality when it's video games? And you know, yeah. I can understand like anyone but, telling you that you should be afraid of a game. It's weird. Just move on. Yeah. Okay. The only thing about I, it, you know, if someone's played a game for a couple of hours, I can kind of get it, yeah. Because I played Crackdown 3 for six hours. Yeah. That's me on Crackdown 3. Done. We'll do a video about that as well. But there's a reason why. Well, not just that. Liam's beaten it. Liam's done the whole thing, yeah. yeah. Which is why yeah. we're doing a video. And, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Like, 
there's a reason I only played six hours. I, I've not done six hours and thought, oh, I know enough about it. I've done six hours and then I've decided I'm not it's playing not it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But yeah, at, yeah. at least I've fired this game up. Well, that is a sp- that is our spokesman, Jake Jake Kukowski, uh saying pretty much what. Well, I don't want to speak for you as well, Liam, but that's exactly what I think. Um, yeah. It's it's uh, yeah, and uh, but you know there there is this thing of in the last couple of years where you've had uh, going back to what I was saying earlier, where you've had like EA doing Battlefront two, and then but you've got a lot of like fucking yeah. you've got a lot of people with a platform saying this is bollocks, this is outrageous, this is really bad. You've got a lot of places mm. where the actual community can go and talk about this stuff yeah, on, yeah. on Reddit and social media and shit. And it does, and you know, and, there are good sides to that, isn't there? We've seen pe- you know, yeah. things get backtracked, yeah. you know, because of it as well. Yeah. There, are, just, there are things that are, yeah. that are bollocks, right? But it, I, I think the levels of, of rage at yeah. this point, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. like a permanent state of anger. Yeah. For for like um, probably like three or four things that are yeah. quite bad, <laughs> you know. The, yeah. the, you know. It's, it's always the slightest of things as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it was perfectly justified to get mad about stuff like Battlefront Two yeah. monetization, but sometimes now it's just like they changed the character's backstory, so they must be like you know peddling some sort of agenda. What are they like. lying about? Like what yeah. else are they lying about? Yeah, yeah. It, and it's 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 really difficult. The it rage really that difficult. gets to me, it doesn't get to me, but it's like the rage that's the weirdest is like people that just obviously don't like video games anymore. Yeah. They only like the PlayStation Two. It's just like go away. It's like imagine if you went to a gig or, or something or and then you were just screaming at abuse at a band for not playing stuff in their first. I'm album. pretty sure that's happened. You just think like. Mate, are you in the right place? That's what I just want isn't to ask what, everybody. Isn't that what Bob yeah. Dylan's entire career is? <laughs> yeah. shout out and he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, like, that's all. Like, are you in the right place? If you don't like video games and you haven't liked video games for the past 15 years and you're upset because every game is not Settlers 2, yeah. maybe, <laughs> maybe just get into, like, boxing or something, innit? Try and find a different hobby or something, because I think you might Sorry, have Sorry, you want these it. people to get good at punching. That's your solution. <laughs> yeah, well, unless they're Ukrainian. Listen, I've got to say, this is honestly the the thing that I see the most. I see all these people on the internet, like, especially people that are in the gaming sort of world, just mm. whinging about games, yeah. man. Can you imagine because, any other but, fandom? Like, but, the, but then it, it gets views, doesn't it? And, and, and yeah. that is absolutely, yeah. that is absolutely, without, without doubt in my mind, that is the main motivation for almost all of the rage um, sort of videos there are. Yeah. I, I think there are, you know, like Jim Sterling, I think is like, is is its own his his own thing. Like that's mm-hmm. what he yeah. is, and he doesn't yeah. need views because he's got a huge sort of Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's. He's he's built his thing about being yeah. like a social conscience, but then loads of other people have have gone. That's working for him. Yeah. I think I'm going to shout about the same sort of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, exactly. And you know, I just wanted to because I I'm, I've just said a lot about one side of it, but just quickly on the other side, like yeah, when things are bad, you know. Yeah, like I, saying, I, I, I'm not just saying there like, have been. I'm not just saying put up and shut up. I'm just saying like the thing about screeching all fucking day long. Yeah. Is it like delegitimizes it yeah. when there is a problem? If you because spend... like for example, like pick pick someone in your head. You probably know like three people. Think of like some YouTube video essayist or whatever that's always whinging about video games, right? And they say everything is a travesty or something. When something is actually a travesty, it's no different. Like their thumbnails are the same. Like it doesn't matter if it's Apex Legends or Anthem, two games that are completely different, doing completely different things. Both of them, in the eyes of some people, are travesty. But it's not. So like when it's all negative, it just makes you not listen. Yeah. So if someone mm-hmm. was it's balanced, like shouting at a kid. If you shout at a kid all the time, if you raise your voice with your children all the time, yeah. they become serial killers. Is that right? Uh, 
I just think they just don't no. listen. They oh, right. take it seriously. No. If you're a teacher and you're permanent, like that's how I used to do in my school. If, if any teacher I remember that was constantly in a state of anger and frustration, yeah. no one ever took them seriously. But if it was a quiet sort of teacher that just every every now and then went shut up, yeah. everyone listened when they went shut up. You know, it's, it's, it's exactly that sort of principle. So yeah, that's a huge topic and. Um, I, th- I think the, there's there's a lot of like yeah. state of the industry type things there that we're not nearly qualified to talk about. So, um, but it is yeah. there's a lot of shouting basically. Yeah, mm. and a lot Even of the things are like universally positive. They still somehow find a way to make yeah. them laugh. Yeah. A lot of it's, it's passion, the, and, unbridled well, passion. Yeah. A lot of it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, a lot of it doesn't make any sense. What like some of the YouTube sort of title and thumbnails that you see are. Mm. Actually, yeah. just nonsense, yeah. but it doesn't matter because it sounds like it, it's something bad or something. Yeah, you know. yeah, like like a, like a, a, a like I, I can just make one up on the spot. Right, listen to this. Right, imagine this: a thumbnail of um, Lifeline from Apex Legends, and it says in capital letters, "This is so wrong." Right, you think, "Whoa, what's wrong? What's wrong?" You click on it, and it's like, "This, oh my god, guys, this is so right." It's wrong. EA are giving this game away. Yeah. But the title and thumbnail is like, EA should yeah. not but they, but have done this. But then they wouldn't say that until nine minutes in. Exactly, yeah. They would, yeah. EA are let a me company just, let that me have just done this, this in the past. Yeah. This, this, this. And then it's like, and now they're committing suicide by giving this game away for free. It's so easy to do it, you see. Yeah. It's just stupid, man. We could be successful. We could do it right now, We choose not to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. It's like, you know, when Bane has his hand on the neck, and he's like, <laughs> the power, but he's not using it. When Bane has got his hand on that man's neck, he's yeah. ready to snap. It's like that. Yeah. Power. It's exactly you that. You feel in control. <laughs> That's that <bit>, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right, I can't. Right, we can't do another email after that. That's um, what time. You're trying to get this hour-long dart. You know, people are saying they want an hour fifteen. Do do another one if you want. Get another one done. You're going to regret this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, go on then. Um, (coughs) All right, let's let me let me pick one here. All right, all right. This is quite a nice one actually. All right. Um, dear special moves. Recently, I've had really, uh, really. Recently, I've had a really slow week in my job. I work a nine-to-five job, but every day I was done at eleven a.m. For the rest of the day, I had to live in total mental anguish. Sorry, Think- this is a really nice one. It is. Yeah. Okay. I could be playing yeah. so many awesome things now. The torment was something <laughs> straight. <laughs> yeah, this is a really nice one, isn't it? Yeah. The second paragraph. Okay. <laughs> uh, the torment was something straight out of the seventh circle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Because I had my switch with me, but taking out in front of my boss seemed a little bit too cocky. But on Friday of this god-awful week, while browsing the internet and watching something, almost all of YouTube, something great happened. Oh, watching something... Uh, sorry. I found something special that I want to share with as many people as I can. It's a documentary series about 8-bit era game music called Digging in the Carts, and it is an absolute pleasure to watch. While watching it, I remembered that Jake mentioned his love for chiptune music yeah. quite a few times, so I thought I'll yeah. write to you. Anyway, thanks for the awesome podcasts and videos. That's Christoph Skalski. Thank you very much, oh, yeah, nice dude. One. That's a good that email. Nice. Got there in the end. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's digging pain in, and suffering, digging 80% in the percent of it, twenty percent redemption. Digging in the carts, right? So I had a little look uh, to see this, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, there's 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 actually a couple of 
series called called that. But yeah, there's there's a series on there about eight um, bit era game music. So if you're if you're stuck for something to watch and work, and you want to watch some interesting gaming stuff, then check that out. Digging in the cast. That's a strong recommendation from Christoph Skelsky, who spent a week in the seventh circle of hell about <laughs> redemption, but clawed uh, his way out. Yeah, so that, that's just a little uh, community recommendation there from uh, from Christoph. That sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, and likewise, right? So that would be another good deal special moves uh, genre of email. Tell us what you've watched that's good. Just tell us what you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you just tell us what you we'll enjoy. We'll curate it, and if we agree, we'll put it out there. Yeah, exactly. But I had a, that that actually seems like a great shout. So I'll check that in there. So if you've been playing anything good or watching anything good, then then do let us know. So here's another nice one. Uh, Dear special moves, I was listening to one of your podcasts, and you touched on difficulty modes sometimes being a different experience and not just enemies who kill you quicker and have more health themselves. Mm. So this is um, in reference to the conversation we had. Last about Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, that's that was it. another dear special moves. Yeah. Um, Capcom have been nailing this with their last two Resident Evil games. In Resident Evil 7, I started a new game plus playthrough after finishing the game the first time because I had already played through the game. I thought I knew where the jump scares were and what to expect. Well, they were they were different. They employed similar tactics to the remake of Resident Evil 2 2. In Resident Evil 2 Remake, they reserved the mechanics of only being able to save your progress with a consumable ink ribbon for the harder difficulty. So this is like, old like the old school way of doing it. Yep. And, mm-hmm. and it was fucking, you know, if you don't know the game, especially is it could be a brutal thing, right? So you've got a you've got a limited amount of saving opportunities. Whereas if you just yeah. play it through the remake on regularly or normal, you can There's just... There's an auto-save, and you can manual save as well, as much as you want. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. you can, and I was basically saving every time I passed a, a, a typewriter. Like, so... Um, so there's this ink ribbon mechanic which sort of limits it. I knew that I would probably play this game a few times through, but I could not bring myself to play on the normal mode and lose the ink ribbon mechanic. To me, the scarcity of even saving makes the experience so much more terrifying, and you get such a huge sense of relief when you finally get to one of those typewriter rooms. Resident Evil 2 is definitely an example of the difficulty mode changing the experience significantly. Please tell me that you used the ink ribbon mechanic when playing Resident Evil 2. If not, you owe it to yourself to do so in the next playthrough. Thanks for the great content, guys. Chimpo. Thanks, Chimpo. A uh, long-time uh, listener, viewer, emailer. Nice one. Nice one, dude. Yeah, um, yeah I, I haven't done that. I haven't done the ink ribbon thing. Have you I, guys? Yeah, I did it in 7 and 2. Of course he did. Yeah. Going to the master, yeah. He's finished the game eight times. Well, I was putting, I was uh, like laying I've, it on a plate for him. I wasn't going, uh, Liam, you have done this. Tell me more. I finished Resident Evil 2 Remake six times. No, oh, sorry, man. Yeah, so, yeah, I did a playthrough on hardcore for Claire and Leon. So, right. I got to do the ink ribbon thing twice. And then in seven, they did something, but they used the cassette tapes instead. Do you think it changed the game completely? Do you reckon it's a very Oh, yeah, game? for sure. Like, um, you've got a. So, with the limited ink ribbons, it was like. Do I save now and be careful, yeah. or do I risk it all, do this section, but possibly if I die, I might lose a load of progress? Mm. And it, so it forces you to think a bit more, like tactically, I guess. Yeah. And so you've got a, yeah, it's not. It changes how you approach things. So it's like, do you rush in, try and do it, or do you take your time? Do you scavenge yeah. for ink ribbons? Yeah. Like, and then it's like, should you? Because with you can like save. Uh, spam in the normal mode but in hardcore because of the ink ribbons you've got to like is it worth saving at this point although i just push on a bit yeah and then save after i get through that for me bit. it's like the fear the fear of crashes as well because i've had that like a few times in the last sort of year i guess where i don't know if it's the ps4 pro or something but i just <coughs> i've just had some bad luck with like yeah games crashing yeah. and losing progress and shit and mm-hmm. and um incidentally it's happened to me this week with metro 
Exodus. And it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't a crash. It was just a, like a bug. But I'd lost like twenty five minutes or something. And and it yeah. does auto save. Yeah. But the the auto save had didn't correct the bug, so I had to go back to the blast sort of manual quick save that I'd done. So I lost mm-hmm. like twenty five minutes yeah. of gameplay. And and. That stings when you're an adult. Like when you yeah. <laughs> when you work yeah. full time, it, yeah. if you lose twenty five minutes of gameplay, that proper that hurts. Like so, um, so that's probably the and that would be scary. Like think playing the whole game, thinking I could lose, you know, a lot of progress. <coughs> that's like yeah. that's that is that death fear in Dark Souls and and, and Bloodborne and stuff because you lose, you do feel like you've it yeah. hurts when you die and you're punished. Yeah, yeah. You know? if you die on your way back to the Souls and you lose them. Yeah, that's and, a bad. And when you're first starting out, you know you 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 take every death as like because you your brain hasn't adjusted for playing Dark Souls. Yeah, it. yeah, you, you you don't really appreciate that it's part of the game. Yeah, and you sort of and I I, I reckon a lot of people who play especially Bloodborne first without ever playing Dark Souls that they it takes them hours and hours to get through the first area because they're so scared of dying <laughs> of yeah, dying exactly. and they take so much care. So yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That so it might be I haven't played it. Th- I haven't replayed uh, Resident Evil Two through yet. So replayed it through. Yeah. So that might be a good shout for me. I think I might. Yeah. I do like a good horror it sort is of fun. experience. So nice one. Okay. So thanks for those emails. Remember it's dspecialmoves at gmail.com if you want to send us your whatever it is. I've given you loads of suggestions this week. So uh, send them in and we'll read them out and discuss them. I think that's because there's good topics there. There's good topics there this week. Decent. That, that was the, that was a really good topic about the outrage culture thing. That's a big thing, but it's not something we'd necessarily think. Oh, let's talk about outrage culture. Um, yeah. So yeah, send us send us in your exactly emails. Exactly that, man. Let's do the new releases before we sign off. Then, so I've only picked out a couple this week. Uh, we've got Anthem on uh, Friday, Friday, the twenty second, um, yeah. on PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Now we will be um, playing and discussing this like for mm-hmm. sure because we've yeah. got uh copies from our patron Stu, yeah who's unbelievably very kindly got us um copies to play so we can jump on in little, uh... the javelins i was trying to think of what the name of them was yeah. they are javelins sounds like you're making fun of it but no that's actually what it is. no no i, was, I couldn't uh, remember what it was, was jumping like in the javelins or whatever no, that's, that's <laughs> what it's called um so yeah we'll be playing anthem yeah i'm, go- I'm going in with uh, an open heart uh, yeah lower expectations than i had not expectations, but lower hopes than I had before. Because um, yeah. you never expect anything to be to be whatever you want it to be. But yeah, having play, right. having played the yeah. no, nah, but you, you shouldn't Somebody go. This Shakespeare is... quote, that isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Uh, you sh- you shouldn't go. Um, it actually, is, by this, the way, that this, was, this yeah. is going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I've played it and I'm and I'm like, oh, I don't know. So. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that'll mean I'll have a nicer time. Because that's what I mean. I'm yeah. going in and out. I kind of know what to expect. Like when I played at the Alpha. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Well, let's see what it's like in the beta because maybe there's going to be some big steps. The beta wasn't the beta, it was the demo because obviously we're only so close away and uh, now I'm expecting it to be just that quality again. So if it's any better than that, yeah. then good. And obviously we only got a very small segment of the game yeah. uh, in the demo. So it'd be good when I can just kind of do things at my own pace a bit more. Yeah. Like I might not want to have done that side quest. I wanted to do something else, but I couldn't in the demo. So... Mm. You know, I wasn't that hot on the Resident Evil 2 demo. I thought it was good. I thought the game was fucking brilliant, though. So do you know what I mean? That's... That was that was interesting though, because you only you only had half an hour. Yeah. So yeah. It was it was a bit. Anthem gave you several hours worth of content. Yeah. And you could replay it. You will. True that. The th- the... We're doing a proper lot though. We'll oh yeah, absolutely. We'll, that, we'll yeah. be playing it, and um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> having a nice time. But we'll we'll see. I think the review embargo has got to be lifting. 
Soonish, yeah. I think it has, but well, the people obviously, are really yeah, exactly. It. There's people streaming it now because of the EA because they Premier got the, thing, the yeah. big bollocks edition. Um, the other yeah. game that I picked up for some reason is on the Thursday, the twenty first, is Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, which is coming to Switch, PS4, and Xbox. So this ah, is uh, source of a lot of memes. It is, yeah, but popular sort of. Um, <laughs> I reckon it's got a lot of love. RPG visual novel thing. I mean, you know, I was saying saying earlier about... uh, Actually, no, I'm not going to say that. Right. (laughs) 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 Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. (laughs) (laughs) It's out on PS4 and Xbox. I'll tell you guys in a bit. Um, So, um, they're the only ones I picked out. I don't know if there's anything else that you can think um, of. I don't know. Is that all you got for the week? I yeah, this Aragami Ar- Ar- Shadow Edition is coming to the Switch. You're not, you're not even bringing I, a, I a played, Switch port for us. I played that yeah, on that. PC. Aragami. Well, Phoenix, Phoenix, it's quite right? Fun. Oh, that is the Switch port. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I was, I was so. Do you want a fucking jingle or something? No, it's, it's just because no, because you had me really, you had me really like um, um, yeah. intrigued with what you were saying that you couldn't say. So I was like, oh, ah, man, games out next week. Then that's not much. That's the dust of slimmest pickings all year I, what it was mm. was I, I remembered I'd said it to you before we started recording the podcast no that's fine man so don't have to explain yourself to me I just want to know, know what um, you literally have Anthem Aragami Phoenix mm. Wright and then a bunch of anime visual novels yeah no, that's fucking right so no that's leaving the podcast there yeah, yeah, don't it. question me again um, that was the Special Moves podcast. Please send us emails to dearspecialmoves at gmail.com and we will uh, we will have a look and discuss um, in the following week. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to join the community. We've got a Discord channel. We're doing gaming nights. Um, there's all sorts of, st- sorts of stuff there. Check out the link. will be in the description if you want to see that. Uh, we're all on Twitter if you want to follow us on Twitter. We've got different names and that. It's actually, we put it on the screen at the start of every video, including the podcast. Um, and in the description. And in the description. I just feel like that's just like an automatic thing that you just wouldn't register after a certain point. You just see, oh, they're the name tiles and you wouldn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're on Twitter if you want to Check us out there. And um, yeah, we'll be doing a few videos this week, hopefully. Yeah, uh, it was slim this week. It was. We only did the uh, the podcast. Yeah, we were going to we do are. one on Apex Legends, but you know. We had some it, shit going on. Um, so we will be back in a couple of days, hopefully, with another video and another podcast next week. Thanks for watching. Yeah. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.